Welcome to the Divorce Podcast, a podcast that explores divorce, separation and co-parenting here in the UK, countering the often sensationalist way it's portrayed in the media, challenging the status quo and driving for reform. On each episode, I'm joined by experts to discuss divorce, separation and co-parenting from different angles. I'm Kate Daly, a relationship counsellor and divorce coach, co-founder of Amicable and host of the Divorce Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to myself. I'm talking about why I created this podcast, the company I co-founded called Amicable, and why I think the time is right to change the narrative around divorce, separation, and co-parenting in this country and beyond. It's a short one, and it's an intro into the Divorce Podcast series. I hope you enjoy. Starting out, I didn't mean to do any of this. And I don't mean that by way of apology, just that it was never planned. I'm not really a five-year career plan kind of person. Back in 2012, though, I went through my own train wreck divorce. It was messy, it was hurtful, and it was horrendously expensive. It was characterized, or so I thought at the time, by two warring sides in a fight to the death. You know, one would triumph, one would lose. But actually, in the end, we both lost And more importantly, we damaged our family in the process, something we still bear the scars of and pay the price for even today, nearly 10 years on. After the final hearing in my divorce, I started to think about what had happened and what had gone so badly wrong. I'd kept a diary during my divorce journey, a habit left over from my days working in counselling psychology. I trained in counselling psychology and I worked in private practice, developing an expertise in relationship breakdown and thinking about my diary, reflecting on that and bringing my kind of professional skills to bear. I started to wonder whether the system and the process we'd been through had made its own contribution to the toxic outcome as well as our individual personalities. And so with my interest peaked, I started to look a bit more closely at how I could help people avoid the mistakes that I felt we'd made in our divorce. And so I ended up working with a group of lawyers in London, helping them prepare their clients for the divorce journey. Working with individuals and couples both and helping them sort out some of the emotions and the raw feelings that were really stopping them from making progress in legal negotiations. And at that time, it felt good to be making a positive difference. And I felt a mix of huge admiration for the people who were able to overcome their differences and were able to get that good outcome that had eluded me. And I realized that when you paid attention to the emotional journey, it made a positive outcome way more likely. But at the same time, if I'm honest, I guess it was really hard for me to have to stare at my own failings because the emotions were still quite so raw. In those early days, I concluded that divorce is an emotional journey with legal and financial consequences, not the other way around. My work with lawyers in what was called or what is called collaborative law was really good training for understanding the legal framework of divorce and separation. And it helped me get to grips with what help was really needed, what people wanted to be able to navigate the process for themselves rather than creating an expertise or a dependency 
for people on their legal teams, which I knew from experience could be so ruinously expensive. So I decided to try and make a business of it. And having learned what sort of help divorcing and separating couples really valued, my next task really was to try and persuade lawyers to form a collective of sort of multidisciplinary professionals to offer this kind of service at a fixed cost and on an affordable basis. And I spent many long months doing talks, writing articles, buying lots of lawyers, lots of lunches, in an attempt to sort of marshal resources around a consumer-driven vision of what divorce and separation services in England and Wales could and should look like. I'll leave it to you to decide whether my powers of persuasion were lacking or the audience was just not ready or prepared to change to a consumer-driven vision. The legal industry isn't famed for its readiness for change or even its consumer focus. I mean, who prices a consumer product by the six-minute interval and leaves the customer to add their own VAT? (laughs) So it quickly became apparent that change from within wasn't really going to be an option. And so instead, it looked like disruption would be the only way. Now, one thing I've always been quite comfortable knowing is that I have my limitations and I knew I couldn't do this alone. I knew that I wasn't brave enough to go and disrupt something as large as the legal industry without some help. And I also knew that working just in my local area, even if I managed to do that across all of London, wouldn't be a big enough change. So enter my good friend, Pip. Pip and I knew each other through NCT, which is middle-class parenting classes. And I'd done some change management consultancy for her when she ran a big tech company. Pip had recently sold her tech business that she'd co-founded, and she'd been mentoring me through my own divorce journey. Many a time, she had literally scraped me up off the floor during my own divorce or bought the wine round or looked after my kids when I had to trek into town to see my lawyer or bought the whole punch in the stapler when I had been putting bundles together in order to save money. I'm not sure whether I ground her down or she realized just how much I needed her expertise, but we decided that if we wanted to reach lots of people and to make a business of this that would be consumer-focused rather than focused on the law, then tech would be the thing we needed to scale the idea and to make it more affordable for more people. And so Amicable was born. Pip is as passionate about tech for good as I am passionate about changing the way the world divorces. And I think our shared passions, albeit in different areas, really help us to drive the business forward. Our journey really started in 2015. And in those days, we spent a lot of time thinking and trying to change the world by tweeting. (laughs) We designed and developed an app to help people prepare for their divorce journey. And it was very well received. But the user feedback told us that people wanted us to do all of their divorce, all of the negotiations, all of the legal paperwork, and not just prepare them for going to see a lawyer, which was our original concept. So again, it was that consumer voice that pushed us to disruption rather than us starting out to disrupt for the sake of it. And it's a principle we've held on to throughout this journey. All of the tech that we design Everything that we automate is driven by the consumer and not some fantasy wish list of pips or of mine. 
We took on our first customers in 2017, and we've now helped thousands of people with their divorces and with our free 15-minute divorce separation and co-parenting advice calls. What makes us so unique is the work we do with couples, something the law doesn't allow solicitors to do. We fundamentally believe that divorce, separation and co-parenting are things you need to approach together, and we help people create an effective working relationship to be able to navigate all aspects of their separation. We've been challenged on this in the High Court, challenged on our stance of working with couples, and we've won. And we've proved that it's not only legal, but also that it's beneficial to work in this way. We've repeatedly won awards for our customer service and our innovation too, something that I'm really proud of. But enough showing off, you didn't start listening to this to hear me gush about our achievements. What I do get the greatest pleasure from is talking to people who are in need, talking to people at the start of their journey, people who call us because they don't know the first thing about divorcing or separating. I enjoy connecting and remember how it feels in those first few weeks and months, and I'm there to offer support and to help people find a way forward. I feel the connection, and it's what keeps me and the rest of the team focused on our customers. We all know, and me in particular, that I can't take the pain of separation away from people. But I do believe passionately that we can reduce the fear, the stress, and the confusion around divorce and separation in this country. And I am desperately keen to make sure I help people avoid the traps that I fell into and help them work towards a better co-parenting relationship. I think it's the co-parenting relationship above everything else that's the most important part of separating or divorcing. But because there aren't any forms to fill in as part of the divorce, and because in the main you're expected to make informal arrangements with your ex about the care of your children, the legal model pays scant attention to it, unless, of course, it goes horribly wrong and you end up in children at proceedings. But really, if you look at it from the children's perspective, There's nothing more important and also nothing scarier than watching your parents get this bit wrong. It's hard to make the shift from parent to co-parent and no one really talks about it that much, which is why in this podcast, I've tried to speak to lots of different co-parenting experts to get as much information and advice as possible all in one place. We've also launched the Amicable Co-Parenting app. And you can download that from wherever you get your apps. And it includes human support combined with some beautifully designed tools to help you manage all the aspects of co-parenting. And that combination of human support and technology is, again, something that's unique to Amicable and something that we've worked hard to create. And so to changing the world and the narrative around divorce. I think what gets me out of bed in the morning is a desire not just to see, but to drive societal change. Our High Court victory showed that just because it's always been done a certain way doesn't mean it has to say the same forever. And when you have a customer-driven solution, consumer demand can force change to happen. But my one wish, the biggest change I'd like to make, is to show people that you have a choice in the way that you separate, divorce or co-parent, and that your choice of process may even shape the outcome you achieve. I'd like people not 
to run straight to a lawyer when the D word is first mentioned. I'd like them to have a place to go to look at all of the options and choose a process that's right for them, their family and their individual circumstances. And for me, this information and this choice is key. And we believe information should be free, which is why we don't charge people for finding out about their options. We also know that one size doesn't fit all. And as we say in the intro to each of these episodes, the podcast is about looking at divorce and separation and co-parenting from the different angles. We're trying to counter stereotypes, ignore the sensationalism and challenge the status quo and drive reform. My aim in doing the podcast is to get information out there, to allow you more choice, to help you make decisions about how to improve your divorce or separation journey and help you become better co-parents. By talking to interesting people, some of whom have been through divorce and some of whom have deep expertise, I hope to create properly useful separation and co-parenting information, but also in a less pushy way. I want to let you know that you're not alone. I've walked a similar path and at times I've crawled it. And of course we're all different, but maybe we share the desire not to give up, not to be defeated and to keep trying to be better for ourselves and our children. I hope you'll come on lots of the podcast journey with me and keep listening and sending me your thoughts and suggestions for interesting guests and topics. To listen to more of my podcasts and to subscribe for updates, you can visit thedivorcepodcast.com. Thank you.